Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. The Naked Gun from the files of the police squad. Of police squad. From the files of police squad. It's the full title of the movie that came out in 1988. A hilarious movie. Comedy starring... The one and only Lizzie Nielsen, who's done, I mean, three of the Naked Gun films, but so many spoofs over the years. Somebody that started out as more of a serious actor. I recently watched a movie with Leslie Nielsen that was where he was trying to be like the man's man kind of character in the movie. And that's a weird tone to see Leslie Nielsen uh, try to pull off. Uh, whereas this, he is like the lovable idiot in a lot of ways. Uh, and a comedy that you really don't see anymore. You don't see this kind of comedy at all. Like even movies that try to get close to this, like Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar, I would say is similar. That's more of the modern style of this kind of a wacky comedy. Um, where this one, there's not, it's not a spoof comedy where it necessarily is referencing specific movies. I'm sure there are specific references from specific films in this movie, but a lot of it is, is making fun of just common tropes that happen in a hard boiled detective type of noir film, uh, which this one is, has, as its kind of base coat and then it's layered on with tons of comedy tons of comedy you have this movie where you have uh frank drebin who is uh detective frank drebin who is trying to uh foil the plans of an assassination attempt queen elizabeth ii is coming to the u.s to watch a baseball game and uh, there is a plot to assassinate her, and Frank Drevin is there to try and spoil those plans. Uh, so you have an interesting premise where it's similar to, I believe, The Manchurian Candidate, which I've, I don't think I've ever seen, but you have, like, the hypnotized assassin type of a deal. Then you also have Frank Drevin. You have this, like, little love story that's also going on uh, during the movie. But as far as, like, the comedy, the jokes, there are... So many jokes. The frequency of jokes in this movie is higher than most movies ever. Like, there are so many jokes where not only are, like, ridiculous situations amped up to, like, three clicks past a, a high level. Like, if everything was a ridiculous at, a, like, a level 10, this movie takes the ridiculousness to, like, 13. You know, everything, which helps balance out on a lot of ways or not balance out, but it makes the fact that Frank Drebin is a dumb character, which that's also very common in comedies where they just make a character stupid and and being stupid is funny. At least in most movies, they think that just being stupid is funny. But like Frank Drebin, Leslie Nielsen's character, has like a confidence to a stupidity that that helps him sell it. Like he is so like 
not completely dumb, but like just slightly off the mark constantly. But then when you have everything around him being amped up to a ridiculousness level of 13, it makes what he does kind of make sense. Like we're already in this ridiculous world where like puns are brought to life, you know, and you have this detective that's just stupid, but is somehow able to make his way through the situation in order to get his man right like he's trying really hard despite the fact that he's stupid but he's not like stupid like where there's other people around him that like it's noticeable that he's stupid it's just kind of like making fun of police detectives in general making fun of police making fun of those things in in movies where it's like oh the, the the detective knows all but this you know he's playing the other side of that The Many Faces is an ongoing abstract ink portrait series that I started many years ago. I release a new face every day, but go to inspireddisorder.com to check them out. So many available. But as a listener to The Ray Taylor Show, you can save 10% when you use coupon code INSPIRED when you check out. So go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF, that stands for The Many Faces. Go check them out, browse the entire collection, and when you decide on a piece, or maybe multiple pieces, make sure you use coupon code INSPIRED when you check out, and you'll save 10% as a big thank you for checking out my work, for collecting my work, and for listening to The Ray Taylor Show. And with that said, let's get back to the show. But I think the fact that they're able to make this confidently stupid guy surround him in just absurd ridiculousness makes it all pay off. And the humor isn't like most, it like holds up, right? There's not humor that relies on like racism. Like so much comedy from like the 80s and 70s is like, relies on like racism relies on sexism relies on like homophobia where it didn't really feel like any of these jokes were doing that at all in my opinion it didn't feel like that maybe there was stuff that i just didn't notice but it didn't like there's definitely movies where it's noticeable where it's just like clearly the the thing these writers thought was funny is just hate speech on some level like, isn't it funny we're being racist? This movie's not really concerned with that. It's, it's poking fun at, like, everything, the absurdity of every aspect of this movie. Just in the, in the, in the funniest way. In, you know, it was, it was the most fun I've had watching a comedy film. One, it actually made me laugh. Like, I'm not a... Despite the fact that Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar is, like on some level similar to this movie like just kind of with the ridiculousness but i did not like barb and star i did not find it funny i thought the main characters were, no were annoying and purposefully annoying they are told to be annoying and i agree with the movie that they are annoying and they are not good friends to each other which is common like you know you could compare it to dumb and dumber where those guys are annoying 
But they're like annoying to bad people in the movie. And they're dumb, but then they're like, dude, they, they're at, at their heart, they care about each other. I don't know. I didn't like Barb and Star. This movie I loved. I thought it held up. I thought it was great. And even the fact that O.J. Simpson is in this movie, right? O.J. Simpson plays Nordberg, where there's the running gag, <clears throat> running gag throughout this movie of Nordberg getting hurt, right? There's the, there's the opening scene, not opening scene, but early on in this film where Nordberg is busting up a, carte- a, a thing that's going on in, in a boat. And he ends up getting shot, right, by a lot of people. Like, ridiculous, like, the cranked up to 13 amount of gunshots, this guy. And then he goes, and as he's dying, he, like, it's, like, insult to injury, where he, like, accidentally puts his hand on, like, a hot, hot furnace, and then, you know, falls over, and he smashes his face into a cake. And then he, like, like, it just, it makes the death scene so ridiculous. But that's the whole movie has this running bit of basically beating up on Norberg. Right there's the death scene which he ends up surviving. Then there's the hospital scene which he ends up getting like folded in half. And then there's the scene at the end where he's in the wheelchair and he ends up flying down the stairs and, and tumbling to the field. Right in every aspect of it, O.J. Simpson's character is getting destroyed, and it's funny because you know that's like that's what life should be doing to him, considering he murdered some people. But uh, even that, the fact that that OJ's is in this movie would normally be like, ah, uh, like it would make me feel bad for liking this movie, knowing that like somebody who got away with murder is in this movie. But uh, what they do to the the character is it almost makes it worth it, right? It was preemptive karma to have his character be the butt of all these jokes, getting beat up, and it's not because he's black. There would have been so many jokes like if this maybe in the 70s they would have made this movie and then there would have been a bunch of jokes about him being black on some level. But it's not that. It's just he's a a cop and he's like, you know, he's like the he's like the cool, smooth, you know, rough and tumble cop that ends up getting just destroyed throughout the whole thing, Uh, which I appreciated that as well. They didn't have to do the racist. They didn't have to do like the fat shaming where it's like most modern day movies like Melissa McCarthy's whole career is like she's dumb and fat. And that's why it's funny. It's like all of her comedies are like all the comedy is based on the fact that she's fat or dumb. And it's like that's her. Some for some reason, that's what she's chosen. Those are the movies that she's chosen to do are the ones where Melissa McCarthy is funny because she's fat and, like, falls over and stuff, and then she's also stupid. It, 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 and I don't like that. I don't like comedies that just use these things as if they're funny. Like, oh, the, like, like the character being fat is funny for no other reason than they're fat. And, because, and there's situations where being overweight doesn't work out well. Right. They fall. They fall over or, you know, they can't fit into uh, something ridiculously small. They get stuck. Maybe, you know, there's all those kind of tropes for like, oh, fat people are funny. But this movie didn't seem to do any of that stuff, which I appreciated. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. 
Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspired Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspired Disorder Plus member today. Yeah, I, I I like this movie a lot. It's it's crazy because I mean that's why I went and wanted to watch this movie, review it. I'm going to watch all three of the Naked Gun movies. I have not I've not watched these movies since the early '90s when I was a kid. You know, I loved you know slapstick comedy. A lot of this slapstick, you know, all the OJ stuff is slapstick and like ridiculous slapstick, right? Like when he's dying and he like plants his face in a birthday cake there's no reason for a birthday cake to be in that scene but you understand what the scene is doing where they're just throwing all these ridiculous things that after being shot it would be funny if the character also got his face smashed in a cake if he also accidentally stepped into a bear trap if he also burnt his hand on a furnace and that's what this movie is it's like adding all of those little things to every single moment it's also like the, the movie that had the hot mic while taking a piss scene, which is hilarious. So you have towards the end of the film, like he's trying to, he knows that like somebody that's playing in this baseball game, one of the players is going, is the hypnotized assassin. So it's him sneaking, trying to sneak, figure out how to sneak on the field, trying to, be different people multiple times and like while things are going on trying to pat the players down it's got a lot of it's just so funny it's it's i was so happy to sit down because i thought this movie would not hold up at all i just because so many especially comedies like it's so easy for a comedy to just be offensive as a shortcut to instead of trying to be funny like offensive is funny for so many movies and i 100 percent thought this was going to be it and it wasn't and i also loved how this movie started out has a little like basically the premise for the king's man if you've ever watched that movie where it's like all these evil leaders get together around a giant table and have these meetings about how they're going to it's like what all the conspiracy theorists happen like this deep state thing where it's like they think that all of these leaders are somehow like organized and and working together where they're like all these evil leaders around a table and that's how this movie starts out but it's all the evil leaders of the 80s which you know i, I wasn't big into international politics back in uh my my early years as a human so uh you know didn't necessarily recognize all of the people but it's basically and then you know what leslie nielsen's character comes in and shuts it all down basically that the 
the premise for the entire movie known as the king's man which i you know th- or spoofed again in austin powers movies but uh yeah that was funny i i was super surprised and happily surprised i was expecting to have to talk shit or point out the moments in of this movie that don't hold up uh but i was ple- or like just not get a lot of the jokes because they were in reference to movies that i haven't seen but even if they were i don't think they were referring to any specific films in this movie i think if they were referring to thing i think they were referring to specific tropes that happen in films which i can appreciate that uh so i was pleasantly surprised i'm excited to see what happens i have a feeling the the sequels the comedy gets lazier because that's just how things happen in movies but uh we'll see but i was pleasantly surprised if you have not watched the naked gun in a while uh i would highly recommend checking it out because it is it is a lot of fun i laughed i literally laughed out loud which very rarely happens watching comedies uh for me anyway uh so i check it out leslie nielsen plays like the perfect kind of like lovable idiot that's like trying really hard but like really bad at his job but then somehow stumbles into success i i loved it you know paired with the ridiculousness of the reality that he's living in it it makes perfect sense he's like it's like the perfect leslie nielsen role is these naked gun movies at least this first one hopefully the next one next week we'll see we'll see naked gun two and a half i think it's called but anyway check it out if you haven't the naked gun new episodes of the ray taylor show come out every single day subscribe on youtube and everywhere our podcasts are found binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus buy ray taylor show merch over at inspireddisorder.com and follow the show on instagram at ray taylor show have a wonderful day everybody peace Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.